It's a Locked On crossover event with our friend Bryce Patrick from Locked On Rangers. We're talking about the playoff-bound Rangers and the hopeless Halos. We're going to get into all of that on today's show. It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. The best way that you can help us out, honestly, is to like the video on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. If you're on the audio side, be sure you give us a, a rate and a review. We love five stars around here. After all, we are the Super Halo Brothers. And... Just want to let you know, today's show is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Thanks for being here, everybody. It's another edition of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every day. Normally, you have the Frisch Brothers here, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John Frisch, and of course, my brother Mike Frisch is usually here with me. But on today's special Locked On crossover event, we have Bryce Patrick, of Locked On Rangers. You know, it's our second season here at Locked On Angels. And as it's winding down, we're very happy that you're here with us every single Monday through Friday, where it's your team every single day. Uh, tomorrow, everybody, I want to remind you that it is Fan Mail Friday. So get your questions in for the last Fan Mail Friday of the season. While the season's going, of course, we'll be taking your questions for Fan Mail Friday over the off season. But I'm sure you guys have a lot of comments, a lot of questions, and a lot of topics to get into so we're really looking forward to that. Right now, I want to invite in my friend Bryce from Locked On Rangers, who's gloating over a Rangers victory 5-0 last night against the Angels. So let's get Bryce in here right now. Hey, it's a Locked On crossover event. I'm John Frisch from Locked On Angels, and there's Bryce Patrick from Locked On Rangers. So if you're an uh, everydayer for Locked On Rangers, you know him well. And, uh, you know, if you're interested in checking out your AL West quote-unquote rival, then then you can meet me and my brother Mike over at Locked on Angels. Bryce, this is going to be a lot of fun, man. Oh, going to be an absolute blast. And I'm glad the Rangers cooperated and, and actually won two out of three in this series because uh, <laughs> it would have been a slightly different mood, a much, a much worse mood if the Rangers did not take two out of three. But, hey, the Halos have a respectable team. And, uh, you know, I, I am sitting here. I'm not obviously not as bummed as you, as the way their season turned out. But I am still bummed because I remember in our AL West crossover early on in the season, I was one of the ones who was, I was a believer in the Halos. I was, I loved their offseason. I thought they made some smart moves. It was different from the way they, they had done things before. I'm like, these, this is going to work out. They've got a great pitching staff. They've got <laughs> Shohei Otani. They've got Mike right. Trout. They've got Anthony Rendon. And like, not to mention all these, like now they've got like, a bunch of frisky young youngsters. Like I love Logan Ohapi. And yeah. it just, boy, it, it has not turned out the way I thought it was going to. Didn't turn out as well as we thought. It, it, last night, the uh, the Rangers shut out the Angels 5 nothing, And, you know, two of those runs, of course, at the beginning of the game came from Adolis Garcia, home run and the double. But, you know, at, at, at that point, once Griffin Canning left the game and the Angels followed up with Andrew Wance and Ben Joyce, then they bring Carlos Estevez, not in a safe situation. But Bryce, I don't know if you know this, but since the beginning of August, our closer, Carlos Estevez, after being nails all season long, has an over eight ERA 
since the beginning of August. And and that, of course, is when the Angels went in uh, at the trade deadline to get the pieces they needed to try and get a wild card spot. Unfortunately, uh, Carlos has just not been uh, successful since the beginning of August. Any any thoughts when he came into the game? I know you guys were up to nothing, but were you aware of the struggles he's been having uh, uh, since then? I was not, and oh, a shaky bullpen, man. I can't relate, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, I can absolutely relate to a shaky bullpen. So many Rangers losses by a blown bullpen, um, but the Rangers are figuring it out at the right time. The Rangers did finish off this shutout with a shutout inning from Beraldus Chapman and a shutout inning from Jose Leclerc, who seems to be he started the year as a Rangers closer and then. He lost the job, and now, at the time the Rangers need him most, he is back. But I did not know about Estevez's struggles, and uh, I I really thought he was going to come in and keep the Angels in this one, and it was going to be a nervous game, but it turned out to not be. The Rangers had a 5 nothing lead whenever Jose Leclerc yeah. came in. Um, yeah. I didn't think there was any chance that Chapman was going to come in for second inning. He just has not done that really at all. He's done it once this year for the Rangers, and he was very good when he did it. I think that was this weekend uh, against the Mariners, but it's the first time he had done that in like six years. It's been a long, long time, and yeah. even pitching him in back-to-back days is like uh, he's he's kind of old um, and fragile at this point. <laughs> it was a lot of fun to see. Ben Joyce come in for the Angels My and throw 102, and then Aroldis Chapman come in and throw 100 plus. Like man, just talk about flamethrowers coming out of the bullpen, right? Yeah, there's not a whole lot of games where Aroldis Chapman gets in there and he does not have the top pitch velocity of the night. That is belonged to Mr. Ben Joyce at 102.4. Yeah, then Aroldis Chapman 102.2, and then the rest of them were all Ben Joyce 101, 101, 101. <laughs> I was like. Dang, and I I knew who Ben Joyce was because every day for the last like week or so I've been and for the rest of the season I've been like playing like the matchups on MLB the Show and just like all mm-hmm. right, seeming like all right. So the Rangers won while I played this, so therefore they're gonna win this game in real life too. It hasn't always held true, um, but you know, it's nice to have a little bit of hope. <laughs> you know, there's something you told me before we got started that I think you know locked on everydayers from locked on Angels would enjoy hearing about Reed Detmers, the Rangers don't celebrate Detmer's day in Texas. Why is that? <sighs> Dread it, run from it. It all arrives just the same because <laughs> Reed Detmer's, I don't know if Angels fans are aware of this. I mean, they might be generally aware that the Rangers kind of went in the tank in August after starting August on a nine game, eight game winning streak. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rangers also suffered an eight game losing streak. And that losing streak started with that gem by Reed Detmer's in Arlington. <laughs> And uh, the Rangers followed that up by getting swept by the Brewers at home. First time they'd ever been swept at home this season. Then they got swept on the road against uh, against Arizona. And then yeah. they got swept by uh, actually they, they won. Th- they lost three out of four. Won the um, won one game in Minnesota. Mm. But like it, it was just the the curtains falling on this team. Everything yeah. went to crap after Reed Detmers lit them up. And part of me thought like, oh no, please. Please don't let the curse of Reed Detmer strike again. This team go on a loser losing streak. We cannot afford it. Cannot afford it at all. Thankfully, you, you avoided it last night. Fortunately Ooh. for you guys, um, very fortunately. You know, Detmer started this run of seven games with like a, a 2.41 ERA. It started and ended with the Rangers. It's the game that you were talking about that set them on that losing streak, and then he ended uh, his season last or two nights ago against the Rangers with the win. Um, 
I like that guy, man. Mike Mike has been a big fan of him since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I subscribed to Patrick Sandoval early on, and I think Mike got the better end of the the two choices there. But I think Sandy can turn it around. We'll get into you know talking Rangers and talking Halos. But again, um, anything from last night regarding the Rangers that impressed you? I I, I saw some things that impressed me, but but what about you? Uh, it has to start with Dane Dunning, like just absolutely yeah. incredible outing for him. He what has a great been, season. He's been, been he's been the story of the Rangers pitching staff this year. He started yeah. the year for Angels fans who don't know. He started the year as probably the Rangers number seven starter. Number right, seven. Right. He was not even going to be on the big league roster, I don't think. But Jake Odorizzi was brought in. They they signed 18 bajillion pitchers. It was basically <laughs> just John Gray that was under contract coming into the year. They brought back Martin Perez. They obviously signed Jacob DeGrom, Nathan Eovaldi, Andrew Heaney. Um, and they also traded for Jake Odorizzi. You may not know that because he did not throw a single pitch for the Rangers, right. even in a spring training game. He was done for the year before the year even started. So hmm. it was Dane Dunning, a long relief in the bullpen. Then a couple of times when Jacob DeGrom got hurt and came out of games, Dane Dunning would come in. And then once DeGrom was put on the I.L., Dane Dunning stepped into the rotation and has been truly excellent this year. I mean, he's not a guy who's you know got a super sexy profile, but he he's leading this team in innings <laughs> his name is, for the year. His name is Dane. Dane. <laughs> like, it's just, it's not the most exciting, but like it is, it is good. It is effective. It's the job done. It man. will smother you. It will frustrate you a bunch of weak contact. <laughs> like that. He did the job. Seven shutout innings. Like that's fantastic. And he's going to start a playoff game for the Rangers. It might not even yeah. be like game four of a playoff. So it might be like game three or honestly, maybe game two. Like really? <laughs> well, Jordan, Jordan Montgomery is going to start game one, but like Nathan Evaldi hasn't been his full self since he came back off the IL. The velocity is not there. I mean, we saw what John Gray did on Monday. That was huge. Yeah. Gray was yeah. in the middle of a rough stretch and he needed a good outing as badly as anybody in this Rangers rotation. And Dane Dunning finishes his year with seven shutout innings, three hits, one walk, seven Ks. Like just take a bow, Dane Dunning. The Rangers would be in a much worse spot if not for Dane Dunning this year. And I am so happy with what he's provided this team. Altogether, uh, three hits for the Halos. And on the Angels side, when you don't have hits from Zach Neto and Brandon Drury and Mike Moustakis at this point of the season, right? You, usually it's like, oh, if you don't have hits from Otani and Trout, like then you're really having a hard time. But at this point of the season, it's Neto, Drury, Moustakis. I know Logan O'Hoppy got one. Joe Adele, uh, we'll talk about him later on because I've been really happy with his progress. I mean, just nobody hit in this one for the Halos, and it really speaks to uh, the Rangers pitching. Hey, uh, coming up on this Locked On crossover between Locked On Angels and Locked On Rangers, we're going to talk about the, hopefully, potentially, I think they can, playoff-bound Rangers and our hopeless halos. So stick around for that, and we'll get to that conversation in just a minute. Hey, today's show is brought to you by the Game Time app. With the Game Time app, buying tickets is fast and easy. Game Time has deals on tickets right up until the day of the event. So if you need last-minute tickets, they got your back. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and much more. Bryce, I've been bragging about this one for a few weeks. Locked on Angels fans know this, but got to see Counting Crows and Dashboard Confessional together. And all of my 90s and 2000s and emo dreams came true that night. (laughs) And I got the tickets on Game Time. Super cheap, super easy, super convenient. And the best part about Game Time is that they have the Game Time guarantee, which means you'll get the best price 
and event cancellation protection. On the GameTime app, you can buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Just two taps and you're set. You can see images of your seats before you arrive and know what to expect when you get there. Tickets are set directly to your phone so you don't have to dig through your email. And if you find tickets in the same section or row for less, GameTime is going to credit you 110 of the difference. So grab the tickets without the stress with the GameTime app. Download GameTime, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, and again, create an account, use our code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Thanks for being here for this Locked On Angels and Locked On Rangers crossover. My name is John Frisch. I'm one half of Locked On Angels and the Super Halo Bros. Normally, I'm here with my brother, Mike. And for those of you who are tuned in to Locked On Rangers, hello, I'm John. And then there's Bryce Patrick. Hello, Bryce. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, just want to remind everybody that you can catch every pitch of the Angels hometown broadcast or the Rangers hometown broadcast on Sirius XM with the SXM. All you got to do is search Angels and Rangers. Now, speaking of the Rangers, Bryce, I I want to uh, take this time to interview you for those who listen to Locked On Angels and those who listen to Locked On Rangers or watch Locked On Rangers. You guys can all brag together and you can represent your team well and, uh, and, uh, you know, let us know how it feels to be a playoff bound team. How's that sound? (laughs) Oh, Oh my gosh, I I haven't even like let myself go there yet. Like it, the magic number is is down to two, mm-hmm. oh, which feels great and terrifying to say. Um, the Astros just ended up pulling off a win, so uh, the magic number to eliminate the Seattle Mariners is uh, one. I believe oh, that's a shame. What a shame! Um, what a shame! I, I like. <laughs> I think, like, I think it means that the Rangers have guaranteed themselves a spot in the playoffs. But like, I'm not entirely sure. The math is so complicated. There's so many scenarios. Like, I'm so stressed out every single totally. pitch. Like, I am freaking out. Like, hours before, like, I wake up and I'm anxious about Rangers baseball. <laughs> that is not happening for like 13 hours. But like, my God, I miss this feeling. It's been so long since I've had a team that like made me feel these things. Um, and the Rangers did actually get some good news about their playoff hopes and their hopes of going deep into the playoffs. Max Scherzer was diagnosed right. with a uh, strained muscle behind his right shoulder. He was expected to be done for the season. It was 15 yeah. days ago, and he threw pitches off a mound yesterday. Right. That, that's incredible. What, and, like, and if he gets back to the postseason, man, oh like gosh. what a comeback that's going to be. Like absolutely incredible. And this this terrace major injury that's the the muscle that was um separated i thought um, that was a constellation so it, now it I might know it's a, it's it might be both honestly <laughs> like there's a lot of like double checking when, when that came out um but he left the game in toronto where the rangers were in the middle of a mop a four game sweep of the toronto blue jays um and he threw six innings of one run ball and came out and thought oh no Oh, no, please. No, the Rangers. I mean, the Angels know about injuries. The Rangers have also suffered just an insane amount of injuries. The Rangers right now significant on their guys too. the the Rangers. I'll put it this way. It is the best way to put it. The Rangers have five Cy Youngs on their IL right now. Yeah. Yeah. Five crazy nuts. (laughs) <laughs> but he could be back. There's no definitive timetable. He's not going to put a, a timetable on that. He said we'll know more um, tomorrow, Thursday, of how he recovers after that. But, um, I mean, I just 
did this the other day, but thinking about the Rangers' healthy playoff rotation. If everybody in their rotation was healthy, game one, Jacob DeGrom. Game two, mm. Max Scherzer. Game three, healthy Nate Eovaldi, who was mm-hmm. maybe the Cy Young leader for the first half of the season. And then game four is Jordan Montgomery, who yeah. just had seven shutout innings against the Mariners literally the last time out. Like, ugh, there's not a rotation in baseball better than that. But unfortunately, that's not where the Rangers are. They right. do still have a very good lineup, the best lineup in all of the American League because the Braves exist, unfortunately. But <laughs> right. still, still, like, this team, I had high expectations for the guys at 85 wins. Um, they have blown past that already. They are at 88, 89? 89 80, as of 89 and 69 as yeah. of this recording. Um, and I thought I was being really optimistic. Like I, I have been jaded. Like they, they did this just incredibly fast rebuild where they just didn't lose really except for two years. And mm-hmm. they're lucky that everything fell off the rails in 2020 the way it did because mm. it allowed them to slide into that rebuild real fast on a 30 games worth of being terrible as opposed to starting it on a 162 game season. That's a really good point. I, I, I don't know that many outside of ranger fandom like would recognize that but yeah what what a time to lose right in a 60 game 2020 nothing season that everybody calls a mickey mouse world series anyway Mm -hmm. like like, what a perfect time to lose (laughs) what's funny because the rangers opened their new stadium in 2020 i remember that that. uh uh-huh they were all super hyped about it they had just the world series they trade they just traded for Corey kluber they had a rotation of Corey kluber mike my mike minor who was good back then uh and lance lynn who was also good i remember the warning to the west it's still a meme on on twitter you know (laughs) and like they were coming off a 2019 season where they were like really scrappy and like an injury to joey gallo an injury to hunter pence uh, kind of derailed that season like they had it's funny in 2019 the rangers had their two best baseball reference war seasons by pitchers ever and it was Mm. mike minor and lance lynn it was like wow wait what how is that possible? Like, How did that happen? Yeah, it, it did. The, more than any Hugh Darvish year, more than any Cole Hamels year, or Nolan Ryan, or any other. Well, there's not exactly a whole buku of great Rangers pitchers. Um, there are a lot of great pitchers on the Rangers IL at this point, but um, right. not a whole lot of history of great pitching. But um, this team is obviously flawed, but like, it's so annoying that the Rangers haven't just wrapped up this division like a week ago. Mm, because... Yeah. They were so good. They are so much better than the Astros and Mariners have been for most of the year, but they were mm-hmm. just tripping on their feet. I mean, the Rangers had six All-Stars this year, and five of them have spent time on the IL. Josh Young yeah. missed six weeks. Corey Seager missed basically the equivalent of like 41 games. Uh, Adoles Garcia missed, thankfully, only like 10 games. It looked like he was going to be done for the year. And Jonah Heim yeah. missed a couple weeks as well. Like, it's just... A lot of things went wrong all at the same time. And then in the middle of August, everyone's like, well, why isn't the lineup you know, scoring 10 runs again? Like, they've got four all-stars on the IL, my like, dude. Like, <laughs> it's not the same lineup. Well, and then you have the Mariners going 21 and 6. You know, we talked about that yesterday on Locked on Angels. Like, I didn't it, like we, that. We, we, it, they just got hot, man. And now I think they're a young team that's kind of run out of some steam there. And can I just say, as an Angels fan, and I want to talk to your – uh, Rangers listeners and viewers as an angel fan <laughs> locked on every day of locked on Rangers. We are with you. And, and, and when it comes to 
the Mariners and the Astros. Like we're we're with the Rangers. We've had some great rivalries, especially in the early 2010s. Like those are we've, some we've, great series. Honestly. Some great series, man. Just homer after homer from both sides, <laughs> and 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 so the the fan base that annoys me the absolute least is the Texas Rangers. And and not to say that there aren't other fan bases, you know, that get under your skin, but the Astros, they've been obnoxious for years. At this point, I'm used to it. I'm Man. not. I'm, I'm, the, I will never well, be used to it. Well, you're in Texas, so I, I get that. <laughs> but, like, at least over here we can have some separation. Yeah. And maybe it's, a, maybe it's a coast thing. But Mariners fans drive me absolutely insane and 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 it's they got to the playoffs for the first time in 21 years last year i get it it's exciting i feel like the ones who talk the most trash are the ones who weren't even born in 2001 so um yeah it, for, for me as from this angel fan i'm rooting for the rangers in the ALS, baby <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll take we'll take all the bandwagon fans we can get honestly bring <laughs> bring them on there's it's cowboy season people forgot about the rangers because they tailed off right when the cowboys won their first and i'm like no, no come back come back come please. back this team's actually good late. i promise <laughs> This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Snap into the action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsman. We were just talking about the Cowboys, and if you are a Cowboys fan, whether you are in L.A. or you're in Dallas or wherever you are, or if you're a fan of literally any NFL team, right now is the best time. New customers get a $200 bet in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. And uh, unfortunately for the Cowboys this last week, it was a lose. Uh, but if you are thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. There is The app is so easy to use a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, odds, over-unders, and more. You know, you can bet on the Rangers to win the World Series. I'm not exactly sure what FanDuel's odds are right there, but if you are feeling optimistic, you're thinking, this is the time. The Rangers fixed their bullpen. The offense is back. Dane Dunning is going to carry us to a World Series. Then go put your money where your math is. Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, Bryce, can we take a moment to talk about my hopeless halos? The, the floor is open to you, my friend, and I, I, I hope that I do the, the listeners of Locked On Angels justice in this segment, and hopefully I can represent the Angels well, even though they don't necessarily represent themselves well all the time, <laughs> <laughs> off the field especially. But, you know, hit me with the questions, hit me like – whether it's what happened to this team, are you still I mean, a fan? Whatever it is, hit me with the question. <laughs> so I want to start with with the pitching because I think both you and I, and I, I think I think Mike also at the beginning of the mm -hmm. season, we thought the starting pitching is going to be a strength of this team, mm -hmm. and we seen Reed Detvers just go nuclear on the range. Like, why is he not like that? Like, what has gone wrong with the starting pitching staff? Like, yeah. I thought it was going to be like honestly really really good yeah you know i think currently they stand somewhere in the middle in terms of like pitching war for the starting staff of all 30 teams what happened really was i i think that we saw a lot of adjustments being made this season with like a reed detmers he the the guy that you were scared of a few weeks ago is not the guy that he was at the beginning of the season he added a couple ticks to his uh fastball his slider then he started to realize, and I think coaching started to realize, 
that it wasn't as effective. The slider didn't have as much depth to it. The, the, the higher fastball velocity was not working for him. He couldn't locate and it was leading to a lot of walks. And so he had to make some adjustments and, and angel fans and, and myself and Mike included have complained a lot about our pitching coach, Matt Wise. He was an interim who got his job after Mickey Calloway was fired. And, and, uh, so they, they had to move on from him uh, at the beginning of 2021 because of his dumb decisions. Um, and so Matt Wise has been our pitching coach. And and to see where these guys were at the end of last season, and even Patrick Sandoval in the WBC, there were so many people going, who's that guy on Team Mexico? And, and oh, we're over here going, I knew. it's Patrick Sandoval! I, I, I remember <laughs> watching Patrick Sandoval last year and think, this guy is fantastic. Like him yeah. and Detmers last year. I was like, oh my gosh. Meanwhile, I mean even though they haven't had like the best seasons, like they're still like solid serviceable starting pitchers and the Rangers, like they just haven't been able to get like literally any young drafted, developed homegrown starting pitching at Mm -hmm. all. And Mm -hmm. uh, just seeing these two guys and Griffin Canning tonight, like looked really good. And uh, I'm like, the Rangers can't get like the angels can get like three of these guys. You can't get one. Like just one, just one, man. Like, <laughs> just one, please. just one. Be okay. Like I'm just praying that Jack Leiter is like maybe a middle of the rotation pitcher. They picked him number two overall, and I'm praying yeah. for a middle of the rotation at best starter. Which right, I don't even know if he will be. Maybe he will be. I like the kid, and he's had a good like last month. But still, speaking of young kids and yeah. people who were drafted. It, it looked like Wyatt Langford uh, might be the first one in this draft class to get up to the major leagues, but it is uh, Nolan Shanuel. Shanuel. Shanuel, excuse me. Um, yeah, we've had to we've had to figure that out. Thank you. Over the last month or so. Help me out. Shanuel, Shanuel, Slimmy, Slamming, Simpson, Ch- Swanson. Chanuel. <laughs> yeah, right. What have Sam you seen? tonight? I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> what have you seen from him so far? Man, it, it the the biggest thing that was impressive is just his pitch recognition and then making contact in the zone. And was it Monday he fouled the ball off of his knee? Yeah, it was cause Monday. Cause it was like the first at bat. Yeah, and, and then yeah. he hit that double. I was like, oh, he was faking it. <laughs> I know, right? Well, what's funny, and and some of some people have identified this. He holds that bat. He's a lefty bat, and he holds it straight up and down. Very much like Otani. Now, I'm I'm sure the mechanics are different. The the swing is different. But the funny thing is, is like the the starting stance, his batting stance, is very Otani like. And and what else is Otani like is we've seen Otani foul balls off of his knee and his shin and his foot, and then hit a home run right after. So for Shawnewell to to hit that double was great. The one thing that's missing from him is some slugging power. Now he did hit a double the other night, um, and he does have a home run or two. But the, the the one part of his game that's missing is probably that slugging power. The Angels have sluggers up and down the lineup, or at least potentially up and down the lineup if they're not all on the IL. Uh, but at the same time, it's nice to have a guy who just has such great contact. I believe it was like his his zone swing or zone contact percentage, according to fan graphs, is like 94, 95. Like he just, wow. he does not chase. And, and that is the most impressive thing about him and then of course his on base streak ever since he got called up every game that he's been in which is now 27 he's been on base 27 times in a row he holds fourth place sole custody of fourth place all time for rookies to start their year and be on base that many times so he's at 27 i think the the record is like 
53. It's like Alvin Davis or something oh like that. So That's he won't nuts. be getting that, but it is a cool record I mean, in, in 2023. <laughs> he might. He might. I mean, if they count it crossing over into, you know, next uh, year and whatnot. Yeah. Um, one guy, too, that I am very hopeful for and probably somebody Ranger fans are familiar with is Joe Adele. And, and their first instance of Joe Adele was 2020 when the ball bounced off of his glove. Hey, uh, did you see that that happened to Julio Rodriguez this weekend? What a shame. What a shame. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is about the Rangers. They just keep getting this. Like, I don't know who's who's next. The A's need to do one. The Astros need to do one. Like, everyone get right. on the party, all right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Joe Adele, Mike and I contended from the beginning. We need that guy to have a full season in the minor leagues because – he, he mentally it's it's there's a roadblock there talent wise i think it's there but i but we got the impression that he was overthinking and just way too in his head about stuff and if he just had a calm confident season where he could rake in triple a and salt lake where the ball flies out of the yard like let that boy be confident let that guy get some of his mojo back and then come back and play for the angels and since he's been back his defense has been better. His his hitting is much better. He's not chasing a bunch of stuff like he used to. So I'm looking forward to seeing if he's going to factor into 2024 uh, as part of that outfield or even, you know, s- s- bite my tongue as a DH because the Angels won't have Otani back next season. <laughs> well, uh, I know the Rangers would, would love to have Otani keep him in the AL West and uh, keep him doing damage against those Mariners you dislike so much and the Astros <laughs> that I dislike so much, um, or just out of the AL West. Like, if it's not if it's not the Rangers, just, like, go out of the AL West, The please. National League, please. National League, like, <laughs> maybe it'll be the Dodgers, and, like, it'll be kind of annoying and boring, but, you know, I can live with that. It won't bother me in the slightest. It won't yeah, bother me either. Um, but uh, <laughs> I do want to ask you, this has been something I've been doing on my crossovers, if you could steal one player from the Texas Rangers, plop them right on the Angels. Who would you steal? You know, it's funny. Since since I've seen him on the Rangers, was it Latin? No, two years ago, I think. I've been a big fan of Adolis Garcia. Like, there was something about him. Even, Actually, even technically, he's been there since 2020, but everyday regular since 2021. Okay, yeah, because, like, once I once I started seeing him in the lineup all the time, I'm just a fan of that guy, and 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 to see he's at 38 home runs now. Mm-hmm. He's got a plus 800 OPS. He just like, I, I think he he also I was already a fan, but in the All Star game, that first play out out to right field, it was just like that endeared himself to me even more. So if if I could plop that guy onto the Angels, I think that would be a lot of fun. Who from the Angels? And 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 let's let's make it fun. You've had a few days to to see some guys like that aren't Trout and Otani and Rendon. Who on the Angels would you like to see on the Rangers? Well, like the obvious answer is like even though he's hurt, just steal Shohei Otani so he could be right. there for five minutes, right? Um, and then sign him. Um, but man, I I think I think we go like off the wall and go Ben Joyce. Like that yeah. guy really impressed me. And you can use as many relievers with primo gas like him as you can get in the playoffs. And uh, yeah, I was really impressed by that kid. And uh, I think that might be who I take if I don't take Reed Detmers just to, yeah. just to get <laughs> just that to, mojo back. To not have to face him anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That might be my, I think of my, I, I don't know. I, I think I'll go, if it's just for this year, Ben Joyce for the long haul, Reed Detmers. I love it. Well, hey, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you for having me on Locked on Rangers. And thank you for coming over to Locked on Angels, Bryce. Thanks for having me. 
Just want to let you guys know that we appreciate you making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. The Angels are playing the A's at 6.38 Pacific time. You can catch every pitch of the Angels hometown broadcast on SiriusXM with the SXM app. All you got to do is search Angels. You can give us a follow at Lockdown Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, get in our comments, get in our mentions, get in our listens and subscribe on YouTube. Hit that thumbs up button. We'd love to hear from you. And the best way you can reach us is by getting in our comments on YouTube as well. It's a fan mail Friday tomorrow. So make sure you get your questions in. Of course, you can always reach us on our voicemail line, which is 714-409-6396. That number is in the episode description below. Until tomorrow's show, my name is John and my brother Mike will be back here with us. And we appreciate you being here and we'll see you back here for Fan Mail Friday.